It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary. I am your host, Spencer. Spencer Parks. And um, um, uh, please, please don't duck out. Please listen to this episode. I think it's going to be fun. I really do. I really hope and think it's going to be fun. All right. The first word in this episode is Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Three words. The first word is capital D-U-C-H-E-N-N-E. Duchenne muscular dystrophy. Uh, This is a noun from 1971. A severe, progressive, X-linked muscular dystrophy of males marked by early childhood onset and absence of the protein dystrophin. It is called also Duchenne's muscular dystrophy. Wait, isn't that? Oh, Duchenne's with an apostrophe S. Uh, With the apostrophe S or without It says to compare to Becker muscular dystrophy, which, hmm, it doesn't say, does not say, and boy, you know, I could just go back because we clearly have read that one before, but I'm going to guess that maybe that one is of females. Maybe it's on the Y, the, what is it, the Y chromosome, the Y, the Y gene, what did it say, the X-linked, yeah, so, um, Hmm. Although, no, no, that doesn't make sense, because women have the two X's, and the guys have the X and the Y, right? So, hmm, you know, I, I got my science all backwards there, I think. Uh, let's see. I want to find this uh, Becker thing, because I'm really curious about what it, what it says. Uh, Becker? I lost my place. Becker muscular dystrophy. Oh, boy, we are so close. Um, let's see. Becker, Becker... We got beetles. We got beetles. Uh, here's Becker muscular dystrophy, a less severe form of Duchenne muscular dystrophy marked by later onset and slower progression of the disease. Haha. <laughs> Interesting. So that's the differences. That that's Those are the differences because Duchenne uh, is early onset, uh, early childhood. Uh, yeah. Hmm. I, anything muscular dystrophy doesn't sound very good. Um, this is from somebody named, let's see if I can pronounce this, I can't, (laughs) Guillaume, Guillaume Armand Duchesne, who was a French neurologist who died in 1875. That first name is G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E, Guillaume, Guillaume, they, they, they might not say the L's, Guillaume, I don't know. Duchenne muscular dystrophy, that's what that is. And my sound effect is going to be just so, so on the nose. It's You're going to love it. Next is Duchess. Noun from the 14th century. One, the wife or widow of a duke. They get married. The duke is like, I'm going to make you my duchess. But then I'm going to die and you're still going to be a duchess wife or widow Two, a woman who holds the rank of duke in her own right well this is very good to hear that this can happen i don't know if this is a thing that maybe didn't exist up until a certain time 
when when did they make the change? Were women allowed to be dukes from the very beginning of the dukedom? Things that are ducal? Or was it later? I don't know. But I'm glad that uh, women can be dukes as well. And then, I don't know, I mean, they, I guess they're just called a duchess, but they are duke. They're the one who are controlling that area, right? That's how dukes work. And duchesses. Uh, the etymology, I mean, it's from the Anglo-French duke, which means duke. And so it's all about the dukin. The duke, dukes, your dukin duke. Next is duchy, right? Yeah, duchy, D-U-C-H-Y. Noun from the 14th century. Number one, the territory of a duke or duchess. And the synonym is dukedom which we will see in the D-U-K section. It's also called the duchy. Hmm. Interesting. Number two is special domain. If you control a very special area, that, that area is called the duchy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've heard this before. Uh, this word and duchess and uh, duche and ducket and duke duckle ducal. All of these uh, have the same etymology. It's all from the word leader. Somebody leading. Here we go with the first form of the word duck. Noun from before the 12th century. One. Uh, I guess what this is saying here is that the plural is also just duck instead of ducks. So you got one duck and you got a bunch of ducks. Okay, 1A, any of various swimming birds in which the neck and legs are short, the feet typically webbed, the bill often broad and flat, and the sexes usually different from each other in plumage. That means they got different colored feathers. The men look one way, the ladies look another way. That's just how they do it in the duck world. Um, well, this is a perfect time, uh, to talk about this little picture of a duck. You know, we see this sometimes. We, for the, for the cow, we had this, uh, for the dog, we had this. Uh, so now we got to talk about the duck, the ducky duck duck. There's a picture with 24 little numbers and lines, and I got to talk about them real quick. So it's saying that this is a male duck. Now I can't tell because it doesn't show the color of the plumage, but I trust the dictionary. They know that this is a male. Okay, number one is the bean, B-E-A-N. This is at the very end of the bill, the beak, at the front of the snout. It doesn't, um, I don't know what specifically, but it's just the end of the bill is the bean. And number two is the bill. This is the, like, yellow, orangey, hard clacker thing in the front of their face where their mouth and nose is. Three. Uh, that's the nostril. Yep, they got a couple little nostrils up. Um, it's on the bill, but it's pretty close to the rest of their face, their eyes. Number four is the head. It's pointing to the head. Number five is the eye. I feel like the cow <laughs> picture did not have head and eye and nostril. I feel like these are, like, unnecessarily specific. Okay, thank you for telling me where the duck's eyeball is. 
Number six is the auricular region. Auricular region. So this is pointing to, well, it kind of looks like its cheek. It's right below the eye, maybe a little bit closer to the back of the head. Auricular. I wonder if that has to do with the, uh, with the eyes. That would be ocular. I don't know. Number seven is the neck. They got a pretty good, pretty good size neck. Um, it's, it's that part. Number eight is the cape. This is right where the neck and the rest of the body meet. If a duck were wearing a cape, this is where it, the cape would tie around the neck. Number nine is the shoulder. Now, that is pointing to what looks to be the top of the wing. So I guess the top of the wing would be the shoulder. Uh, number 10 and 11 are the wing coverts. The wing coverts. Uh, there's a couple different ones, so uh, it's kind of hard to describe. Number 10 looks like it's pointing to right kind of in the middle of the wing. Uh, there looks like, it looks like there could be some sort of separation point or something where 10 and 11 are. Hard to tell and describe if I do not know what I'm talking about. Number 12 is the saddle, and so that's on the back. Uh, most, maybe two-thirds of the way from the neck to the tail. It's most of the way down the back. Now, if you were to put a saddle on a duck, this is probably a little too far back where I would want to put a saddle. If I had to put a little monkey on a duck on a saddle, it would be a little closer to the neck. Number 13 is called secondaries. And, oh, these are the uh, these are certain kinds of feathers on the wing. So they're pretty far back towards the tip of the wing. The secondaries. Number 14 is the primaries. Now those are look like they're all the way at the end. They're the tip of the wing. Uh, those are the primary uh, wing feathers, I guess. Number 15 is the rump. This is right above the tail on the back. Right above the tail is the rump. 16 are drake feathers, and these uh, these basically look like they're the top of the tail feathers. 17 is the tail. That's the tail, if you didn't know. Number 18 is the tail coverts, and these are uh, other tail feathers. I guess coverts are uh, types of uh, feathers. And uh, 18, it's sort of on the side, the side of the tail uh, 19 is down. Uh, as uh, I, I assume you have heard me talk about down many episodes ago, uh, please don't support anything that uh, takes down from birds. They don't like it. We don't need it. We can have uh, fake down or other things, so please and thank you. Don't, uh, j just, just leave the down on the birds. So the down on this bird is, um, it's on the underside. It's between the tail and the, uh, and the feet. Uh, that whole underside area is the down. Number 20 is the shank, and that looks like it's, it's the foot, basically. It's like the kind of where the foot meets the, the rest of the body or gets covered up by feathers. Shank also seems like a word that's used uh, more in the meat world. I feel like maybe the cow had something like that, too. Number 21 is the web. This is the area between the toes to help them swim better. Number 22 is the breast. 
So this is um, on the underside, but right in the front, the bottom front, as the this duck is sort of standing here. Uh, it's in front of the legs. It's right as the uh, the body is sort of curving up to go up towards the neck. That's the uh, that's the breast. Those muscles are very very strong because in all birds um, they need very very strong uh, breast muscles. I guess that's what you'd call them um, to help uh, fly move those wings very quickly and strongly. They need very, very big muscles there. Uh, 23 is the wing front, and uh, that's the front of the wing. Now, I don't know if those are feathers or if we're talking about the muscle part here, but yeah, it's kind of just in the very front of the wing, probably very close to where it uh, meets the rest of the body. And 24 is the wing bow or wing bow. Bow? Bow? Maybe it's bow. Uh, B-O-W. And that's uh, very close to number 23. It's uh, just a little bit behind 23, closer to the the wing tips. If you go back towards the tail, 24 is just a tiny little bit further towards the tail on the wing. It's the wing bow. Bow or bow. All right, I went through all of those, so now you know every single part of the duck. And uh, when a duck comes up to you and he's like, hey, man, no, no, we're not going to do that. Okay, back to the definitions. Number 1B, this is uh, the flesh of any of these birds used as food. So any of the, the, the flesh, the meat of a duck, when it is used as food, it is also called duck Yes. Number two is a female duck because uh, if you, co- you it says to compare to the word drake. Um, hmm, did, we must have had that. Uh, that would be the male duck. The drake is a male duck, and so a duck is uh, uh, the, the lady duck, but also, um, you know, it's just like with a cow. You know, there's a cow and bull, but we kind of call them all cows. Um, but it's more specifically the male cows are bulls and the, the female cows are the cows. And I was just trying to see if I could find the word drake just to uh, to add a little bit more. But uh, yeah, it just says a male duck. Yeah. Okay. Number three. The synony- um, it's uh, chiefly British and the synonym is darling. This is often used in plural. Um, so ducks, ducks, darling, like, would you call your darling your duck, maybe? I know some people who love ducks very much, and they are each other's duck. I think they, they say that sometimes. Would have been great to have them on this episode, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't, I don't have time for that right now. Number four, huh, the synonyms are person and creature. You could call a person or a creature a duck? This one, this is behooving me. Is that the right word? I am fascinated and confused by this. Person, creature, duck? What do you call a duck person? What What are you talking about? I need context. The etymology is not all that helpful. It's basically from an old English word. Who knows how they pronounced it, but I'm sure it just meant duck. The second form of duck is a verb from... Uh, The 14th century, starting with transitive, one, to thrust underwater. You're pushing something, somebody underwater, ducking it. Now that's, 
that's odd. Like I, it's not that odd. I take that back. I, I, I please strike that from the record. Um, it's, it's, well, I, I think more of number two. I'll just read that one quick. Number two is to lower quickly, like the head. You'd be lowering your head quickly, and the synonym is bow. Uh, be like, oh, heads up, duck, something's flying at your face. Oh, I got a duck to get out of the way. So that's one way to say duck or one way to use duck. But then if you're thrusting something underwater, you're ducking it into the water. Now that could be because you're going to avoid something. But I, it's, it's very, the brain is is shutting down. This is, Seems like it's related to just the actual duck because they do this. They duck their head under the water uh, to to get food and stuff. Uh, and so that seems like where it's from. But how often do we actually use this to thrust a thing underwater? Oh, I'm going to shove you underwater, so I'm going to duck you? I don't know. That's the part that I'm having trouble with is like, when do we actually use this in that context? Unless we're talking about ducks, I don't know. Number three, the synonyms are avoid and evade, as in duck the issue. Whoop, nope, sorry. I, I'm going to go talk about something else. I don't want to talk about that issue. I'm ducking it all day long. Okay, here are intransitive definitions. 1A, to plunge under the surface of water. So this is where you're plunging yourself under the surface of water. You're ducking. Hmm. 1B, to descend suddenly. The synonym is dip. 2A, to lower the head or body suddenly. The synonym is dodge. Whoa, whoa. I'm dodging and ducking. 2B, the synonyms are bow and bob. Bow and bob. How you doing, Bob? I'm great, bow. 3A, to move quickly. 3B, to evade a duty, question, or responsibility. Ducker is a noun. When I was a kid, uh, I don't know, how old was I? Six, maybe? Five? I don't know. Uh, my, uh, my sister was like crouching next to the couch or something like that, and I wanted her to pop up. So I said, duck up, duck up, Jess, duck up. <laughs> And I think she thought that that was very funny. She was older than me, so she knew what I was saying. didn't make any sense. Um, but, you know, we, we think of duck down, you know, go down. But then in my brain, I guess I thought like, oh, well, the opposite. You can still say duck, but you can, you can duck up. So d- duck up, come up. Don't be down there. Duck up. Oh, I was such a dumb kid. Moving on. The third form of duck is a noun from 1554. Hmm, this is a weird way to word this. An instance of, oh, I read it wrong. An instance of ducking is duck. So if you are ducking down, you're in a duck. You're doing a duck, that's a duck. You're you're ducking duck, duck. The fourth form of duck is a noun from 1641. A durable, closely woven, usually cotton fabric. I, I'm trying to remember if I've heard this one. I don't know my fabrics. I don't deal with fabric. A duck, I feel like maybe I've heard of it, but oh, 
I don't I would never have come up with that. Number two is plural. Light clothes and especially trousers made of duck. This durable, closely woven, usually cotton fabric. Uh, okay, this this version of this word, this form, is from the Dutch word duk, D-O-E-K, which means cloth, akin to the Old High German tuo, and that means cloth also. So, uh, yeah, this duck is uh, totally unrelated to the animal duck or moving, ducking up or ducking down or evading things or dodging things. It's, uh, it's just fabric and cloth. That's it. Next is duckbill, one word, noun from 1840. Number one, the synonym is platypus. So maybe they used to call platypi just duckbill? Man, those are the craziest animals, some of the craziest animals out there in the world. And we ha- we are going to have so much fun talking about them when we get to the peas. But I guess some people just call them duckbill. I mean, well, we'll get more into that. But uh, but yeah, it's that we don't call them just duckbill anymore. We just call them platypus. Number two for duckbill, the synonym is hadrosaur. H-A-D-R-O-S-A-U-R. And we got to speed through these next ones. Duck-billed dinosaur. Two words with a hyphen, duck-billed. Or just duck-billed dinosaur. Noun from 1913. The synonym is hadrosaur. And then we have... Duck-billed platypus or duck-bill platypus. Noun from 1799. The synonym is platypus. Duckboard. One word. Board is B-O-A-R-D. It's like a bulletin board where the ducks can put up their uh, their little signs and asking for babysitters and whatnot. Noun. From 1917. A boardwalk or slatted flooring laid on a wet, muddy, or cold surface. And this is usually used in plural, so I guess you would say duck boards, because it's made of all these boards. But why? Why, why, why are we using the word duck here? Maybe, maybe it's because ducks, because of their web feet, they can walk on wet, muddy surfaces much more easily than we can. I don't really know. I, that's the first thing I could think of. Or maybe when they put the boardwalk there, all the ducks would walk on it. Uh, duck board. I don't know. That's it. I cannot talk like a duck. I can make the sound, but to actually talk like Donald Duck is very difficult. I mean, it's like you can kind of do it. I can maybe a little bit. I hate it. I don't like it. Moving on to duck call, two words, noun from 1872, a device for imitating the calls of ducks. You you don't need your own face and mouth to make a duck call. You can buy a little thing, and it's going to make a sound kind of like quack, quack, quack. Duck hook is next, two words, noun from 1973, a pronounced and unintended hook in golf. 
you did not mean to make this hook in golf. It was an accident. Um, and it's very pronounced, so you, you just hit it real bad. That's not at all what you wanted to do. You Maybe you slipped. Maybe somebody spoke while you were going to swing the club, and they got you all flustered, and you hit the, you hit the golf ball wrong, and you, you did a duck hook. Duck hook. You duck hooked. That's a, that's a transitive verb. Two words with a hyphen. Duck hook. Hmm. Again, curious where the duck comes from. Is there like, a, is it the shape of a duck? Does it go into the water maybe where the ducks are? Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> Ducking stool. Two words. Noun from 1597. A seat attached to a plank and formerly used to plunge culprits tied to it into water. Ah! That doesn't sound fun, but, I mean, you know, they are culprits. They did bad things, so they obviously should be punished, right? Yeah. Uh, back in the 1600s, I'm, sh I'm sure that all of them were legitimately uh, tortured. So, it's a seat attached to a plank, and you used to, you, you plunged the people... You would tie them to the seat, which was attached to a plank, and then you would dip it into water. Hmm. Hmm. That sounds like it sucks. I think we need to put a link in the show notes for ducking stool. Again, why is the word ducking in here? Would they duck? Oh, yeah, because they would duck them in the water, like we saw that uh, one definition in the verb of duck, to thrust into water. So they were putting them in the water just like a duck. A ducking stool. Ooh, glad we don't do this anymore. Hopefully. Last word. <coughs> Duckling. D-U-C-K-L-I-N-G. Noun from the 15th century. It is a young duck. Just, just the cutest, the cutest little thing. See, see the little ducklings walking behind or swimming behind their parent ducks. Oh, they're so cute, the little ducklings. All right, I got to pick a word of the episode. Today we had Duchenne muscular dystrophy, duchess, duchy, duck, 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 duckbill, duckbilled dinosaur, duckbilled platypus, duckboard, duck call, duck hook, ducking stool and duckling hmm i may i may put um a video photo or video of some ducks i saw Ooh, i think this was last summer i got some cool like slow-mo video of a duck flapping its wings so maybe i'll put that on social media at dictionary pod instagram and twitter go check that out um yeah, I mean, I like them. I I was I was just sitting there watching them. We were uh we were on vacation, and so I was hanging out by the river in the morning, and all the ducks came up and sat by me, and I just hung out there for a while just watching them, and it was that was so cool. I, I definitely recommend just watching some animals whenever you can. Um, I do love ducks. My aunt and uncle they are huge, huge, huge duck lovers, uh, and so um, you know they 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 would they would pick duck probably as the word of the episode if they were here but they are not i said no you cannot join me no um i i think i might pick duck call as the word of the episode now i don't i don't know what, a, what is that what i want 
Um, yeah, no, no. I think we got to pick duckling. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the duck call. I like to make the sound. Um, but I also don't like it because it it means probably that they want to hunt the ducks, and I don't like that. Uh, but I do like to look at little ducklings. Look at the little ducklings. They're waddling so cutely behind their mother or their father. There goes the little ducklings. Quack, quack. Quackity, quack, 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 quack. All right, that was the end of the dictionary part of the podcast. And let's talk about another movie I saw. I need to pull up my list. Um, let's see. Ooh, I think I mentioned... Okay, I think I'm on Life of Brian. Monty Python's Life of Brian. I had not seen this for a while. I've seen this uh, at least two or three times in my life. Uh, so, you know, this was another time to add on to that list. And, oh, you know, it's adult. It's adult. There's there's a little bit of nudity and, you know, some adult talking. So, you know, but I probably saw it when I was in high school, maybe. Um, it's It's... You know, it's satire, it's good, it's funny, it it deals with sort of like serious issues in super silly ways. There are some of the most classic, classic comedy lines in this movie. And at certain times it just, oh, it takes a turn. I have a lot of thoughts about this movie, but it is so good, so funny, and uh, highly recommend it. If you are very religious, you may not love it, um, you know, but... I suspect that maybe if you're listening to this, if you're similar to me, maybe you are not. But you know, that's I, I'm not I'm not um, saying one way or the other is uh, better or not. Just you know, everybody's got their own thing when it comes to religion. So maybe you won't love this movie, and that's fine. But I do. And then, of course, there is the classic, amazing song at the end, which is really a good lesson in life. Always look on the bright side of life. It's a good one. All right. That is the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening to me talk about uh, some ducky words and other stuff. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.